welcome to the Hughes Musings podcast. My name is John. And I'm Carol. We are the Hugheses and this is the Hughes Musings podcast. And this is episode four. Ooh, four! We've been doing this for a whole near month. Month, yeah. Yeah. Wow. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel like my Scottish accent is slowly coming through and the phone voice is gradually turning down. Last week uh, when I was editing, I definitely noticed it was it was <laughs> a lot more Scottish. It was great. Yeah, hopefully it'll shine through and by the end of it, I'll be talking normal. <laughs> talking normal? <laughs> yeah. So, John, how's your week been this week? Um, good. I was just thinking about it. Do you know what? I don't think I've done much, much this week. I um, I sadly have very little to report. I can't even think what I did on my days off this week. Well, on the Wednesday, edited and uploaded. Yeah. You've seen a couple of films this week as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, we went to cinema again this week, didn't we? Yeah, and you've been yourself as well. No. Judy or something? That was the week before. Wow, this week has went fast. Yeah, flies by. Wow. Yeah, and you're going tomorrow. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go again tomorrow and chance my hand at watching Terminator, which I'm not sure about. Yeah, not for me. I'm glad you're going yourself. Yeah. I, I There's a part of me that's like, do I really want to watch it? But yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Oh, no, I did go myself, didn't I? I did. I went to watch Gemini Man. So I knew you went. Yeah, I went to watch that Will Smith film, Gemini Man, and it had that much impact that I completely forgot that I watched it. Mm. It wasn't terrible. I thought it was going to be awful. Yeah. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised that it was watchable, if not good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, much better than what I was expecting. But... The technology involved, I don't know if you know much about the film, so it's like Will Smith now against Will like Smith. Like a clone or yeah. a genetically improved clone? Yeah, like we've mm. all seen the trailer, so it's not going to be that much of a spoiler, but yeah, it's Will Smith now against Will Smith, young clone, and he looks a bit like he did in Fresh Prince, but then it's all digitally mastered, like they've yeah. recreated the face and stuff, and the technology's just not quite there yet. It's like they wanted to test the technology and threw a very menial storyline at a film right, just to yeah, test it. And yeah. it was okay. It was mildly watchable, and that was about it, really. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I, I got into on my days off. Went to the cinema, did a bit of editing, and made some food, and that was about it, really. Nice. Yeah. How's your week been, Carol? I, I thought you were never going to ask there, John. I was just... Too busy talking about myself, yes. having a wonderful time. Standard. But no, my week has been good. I started off the week a little rough. I think I was a little tired, right. a little run down. But I've been a really good mid the last few days, which has been nice. Um, I've been singing yeah. and jumping about and being a bit crazy tonight. You're in a good mood. Yeah, good. good. But I'm back to my usual self, which is nice. Yeah. Um... This week, I finished my blanket. Yeah, you did. Um, yes. So let's start with our inspiration corner. corner. Um, yeah. So uh, a few, a couple of weeks ago, I've say a few weeks ago, but I've been doing it four weeks. But yeah. a couple of weeks ago, you told everybody about how you've been inspired to do the crochet. Yes. And and this week, well, tonight, tonight. in fact, just tonight. before uh, we came to record. 
you finished the blanket. I How do you feel when you chuffed? I am so proud of it. It is gorgeous. I love it. Um, a lot of like, lo- like I know this sounds weird. Like I'm not religious or spiritual in any way, but like every stitch, I was like there was like good thoughts put into it. If you know what I mean, like it's like when I'm totally separate, but like see when I'm like serving dinner for us, yeah. I'm like this plate's for you because I thought of you while I served this plate. Yeah, Carol's got this thing of like when when we're serving dinner to each other, you've got to think about who you're serving to. <laughs> When you put the plate together, so you, you give that plate to the person that you were thinking about when you serve that plate. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. But yeah, every <laughs> every stitch of this is I've thought about this couple and their baby. Cause obviously, she's pregnant. She's very nearly due. She's due in maybe three weeks or something like that. Not long like now that. at all, yeah. yeah. And maybe four weeks, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, every, every stitch was made with love. And, love. you know, I just thought about them and their life. You know, yeah. while I was making a blanket. So, I mean, it might not be their style. It is a, it's a bold colour. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, if they say thank you, fold it up and put it in a charity box, I don't mind. But it's just the I want to give it to them knowing that, you know, it was made with love. I get you. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I'm always a fan of homemade gifts. Like, if I get a homemade gift rather than the most expensive gift, I'd, I'd love the homemade gift more. Yeah, There's I something about it. I haven't quite caught on to that with gifts to you yet, have I? Well, you use, what you used to do is buy me one expensive thing. Yeah. I am about quantity. I want five cheap things rather than one expensive thing. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, so when we first got together, mm-hmm. I think I used to make like videos and record songs for you, you and did. things like that. I think I kind of threw it all in too early because yeah. now when I do it, it's like, oh, he made me another video. No! say that it's been it's been a while now so I, I think i'd appreciate it. the the last one that i made was our first anniversary oh i loved that one yeah. i think we might post that to youtube have you still got that yeah have you yeah i haven't got that yeah i think that was on edited on my old ipad or something well no it's um on your youtube is it it's just unlisted yeah oh okay so i will Download it onto the computer and dig that out somewhere. It, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll post that. Yeah, I posted. Um, I gave Carol um, a wonderful gift. Uh, yeah, a one-year anniversary video that we watched drinking champagne in a hotel room in Greenock. Oh, yeah, it was good old Greenock. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and um, the blankets that's kind of inspired you to make a couple more now. Well, yeah, because everyone I know is pregnant. Like, Everyone's just like, oh, we're having a baby. Oh, we're having a baby. Yeah. So I've got another blanket that I'm almost finished. It was a much quicker blanket yeah. um, an easier pattern. The yeah. one, the first one I made, um, it it was quite intricate. But the second one, it's like a... Yeah, the a, second one's more of like pattern. a one-piece blanket. Yeah. The, the blanket that you've just finished making was so many segments yeah. crocheted together, which was really difficult, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure how many. I think it's like six by five or something like that. I would have to go and count it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Anyway, yeah, the second one. So the second one is like a initial gift. It's not like a, a baby shower gift or something. It's yeah. just a, you told me you're pregnant and I was thinking of you. Here's a little gift and then I'll make you something better near the time. Because like they don't know the sex of the baby. They're still very early on in the pregnancy. It's just there's like a little party going on. So I have to sure. give a gift. That's no, lovely. Can't turn up to party empty-handed. <laughs> I could. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be empty-handed for long. There'd be a bar. Yeah. 
<laughs> Brunt. So that's our inspiration corner. Um, so lots more to come on the crochet front. Yeah, I'm going to give feel. the gift on Friday. So I'll, I'll upload a picture after because obviously I want to, them to see it first. Yeah. Yeah. And then now that I'm not doing the, the blanket anymore, I can do some of my painting that I want to do. Speaking of inspiration corner, I actually had a little inspiration myself. Woo! This, this is news week. to me. This is exciting. This is, this is kind of news to me because I was, I was just thinking and I was just looking over and I haven't picked up my guitar and just played for quite a long time. Right. Uh, and it was really nice. I, I I picked up and played for about two, three hours. Really? The other day. Oh. Yeah, while I was here, in between editing and things like that. I just wanted to take a break. And just sat and played guitar for a little bit, not for anything, not playing any songs in particular. Yeah, not rehearsing. Just noodling away, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that song, and played that. And it was just really lovely. Um, so that was a really nice feeling. That's something that I haven't done for a long time, just sort of pick it up. And, and it feels like my hobby again now. Yeah. Which is really, really, really nice. And then somebody has sort of mentioned me putting some songs on the podcast. Yes, we did get a request singing. for that. And I've looked into that. And I can't really do that. Unless you do original stuff. Unless I write songs. But that's not really your thing, just now. I'm not particularly good at, I don't think. I have written songs when I was younger, but they were all a bit generic and pretentious. Mm. Um, and now that I'm older, I've got nothing really to write about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, know. with the, the copyright and stuff, it's, it's quite complicated. Yeah, so posting songs on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, um, falls within certain restrictions and therefore I wouldn't really be able to publish them. Uh, but what I have looked into is the possibility of sticking some songs and some videos on YouTube, which I might start doing. Oh! Uh, which isn't so bad. You don't have to worry about the copyright so much. Uh, YouTube has a yeah. system. Because I'm sure there's lots of covers on YouTube. And stuff. There is, there is. They have they have this system where they map off recognised songs. Sorry? Unprofessional. Somebody left their phone on. Sorry, I'm just so popular. <laughs> so popular. Just so, so in with the social medias. <laughs> um, yeah, so before I was really interrupted by social media. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so it does look like I will be able to post some songs uh, via YouTube. Um, so if anybody does have any requests... Oh, me, me, I've got one. <laughs> so that'll be the first. But if anybody else has oh, any requests... I've got another one. I'm sure you have, folks. Uh, just let us know um, and I'll try and post those up. Yay! That'd be exciting. Yeah, it's something to do, isn't it? Sure is. So that's I actually have a little inspiration corner, Yay. which is the old guitar. That is good. So yeah, I'll I'll get on to posting some songs, mm. which is good. I have lots of recording to do. Yeah, you owe people some recording. Lots then, yeah. of recordings, and they're like years overdue now. Oops. Whoops. Well, now you're inspired, so get on it. Yeah, I will. I promise. Oh, God. As we said, we went to the cinema this week. Yes. So for our entertainment bug, we are going Ooh. hopefully not to such an extent as we did with the Joker, uh, but we are going to talk about the film that we watched this week. And uh, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, 
uh, we are going to be talking about Zombieland Double Tap. So if you haven't watched it and you're going to go and watch it... Skip ahead 10 minutes. Skip ahead, because... <laughs> spoiler alert. So, uh, we went to watch that on Sunday night. Did you enjoy yourself, Carol? Did you like it? Overall, yes. That doesn't sound as positive as you did last week with the Joker. What 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 sort of taming your positivity? Well, it's always hard with a a sequence. Well, not a sequence. What's it called? A sequel. A sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I love a bit of sequence on the mound. <laughs> um, a sequel. I think it's always hard because there's such like an expectation from the first one, and I love Zombieland yeah I love it love it love it it's one of the rare films I can watch more than once yeah and it's hilarious rule number 32 enjoy the little things love it um they really played on that a lot in the second one yeah but the second one I mean it had some good jokes I laughed I love Emma Stone yeah um the other two characters I really enjoy as well but the little sister Abigail Bresling yeah I mean like love her she's an actress well done her go you not a fan like really not a fan no and i hate seeing like negative things about people who are you know out there i don't know i don't know whether it was the character or just seeing her in that role again but a bit older yeah she's not got like the cutesy fates there was she kind of lost something endearing yeah she's at that awkward age where she's not cute but she wasn't like a strong character either yeah like you could maybe feel that with the writers they kind of wrote her out quite a lot of the film yeah and her character was going through a, a thing and you know yeah she she looked too old to be going through that thing though a little bit yeah but it i don't just know if it's obviously because it's like a zombie apocalypse you know delayed and all that yeah kind of it just didn't yeah. quite sit right did no, it? no it did not feel right at and all. and like like i was saying i felt like she just kind of like you didn't feel any empathy towards her mm. I, I like the whole way through i was just like i don't really care no about about what was going on with her yeah there was no real story to the film it kind of as you said it kind of fumbled through to the ending yeah i was saying this when we came out that it was a really strong start some great action sequences really funny um and uh my favorite part of the film has to be um Zoe Deutsch, I think is how you say it. Uh, the girl who played Madison. Mm-hmm. Thought she was brilliant. Oh, just her in general. I thought it was like one of her scenes or something like that. No, no just, her. just generally, her I character. thought she was hilarious because it could have been a character that was instantly really, really annoying. Yeah, like mm. she was like the, the dumb blonde, but it's dumb American to, stereotypical blonde. It's a lot yeah. to do with the writers as well, but I thought she just acted it really well. Yeah. Like she was the dumb blonde, but there was something very endearing and she had, she had a depth to her as well yeah it wasn't just like a surface level comedy it went quite deep yeah as it well. was funny it was yeah. like she was really good and probably one of the highlights of the whole film for me yeah like the whole movie overall like i enjoyed it i laughed there were some really funny moments really funny jokes up to the point where they got to graceland mm. i thought it was really really good yeah and the bit in the house at graceland i was like that's a really cool action sequence and then after that it felt like it ambled to a finish. Yeah, I had to get to the next bit, but not get there too quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they they filled it in a little bit yeah. with them reuniting and not reuniting, and and what's going to happen to Tallahassee, and and it was 
I don't know. It didn't. If the whole film was like that, if the whole film was about that, then fine. Yeah. But it's like they tagged in just an extra little bit of storyline. Yeah. Just to keep that going to the end so they can have some sort of gripping finish. Yeah. Yeah. So, I so. so I really enjoyed it. And the action sequences were really, really good. Yeah. And I laughed out loud a lot. And I felt like, again, that sometimes it was just me laughing. But mm, I loved it. I loved it. It was really funny. Really, yeah. really funny. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. But compared to Zombieland. Obviously, Zombieland is better because I mean that's the first one and that's just how it runs. Yeah, it's very rare to find a sequel that is as good as the first. Yeah, yeah. And and I know if anybody listens to this and you know watch films as much as I do, you'll probably have a hundred examples where the <laughs> sequel is actually better than the first, but it is a rarity. Um, but I did feel like there was a lot of what you call fan service in there. Like- there was segments and jokes that you expected mm. and you kind of went oh I'm glad they put that bit in yeah. oh I'm glad they put that joke in oh that's really funny mm. there was a lot of fan service there there yeah. was enough to keep you interested and if they were going to go ahead and make a third one I'm definitely going to go and watch that Yeah, it definitely. was good enough for me to to still really enjoy it I yeah. will watch that again when I get the opportunity might wait a wee while yeah. and I realised that in the first week we we actually rated films. Oh yeah, you had your plectrums. I did. I had my plectrums. That was your your Netflix thing. It wasn't your film, but yeah. But but still, we rated TV series, films, things like that with plectrums. Okay, let's do so, it. So what we're gonna do? First of all, I think we're gonna rewind back to the Joker. <laughs> That's the worst rewind sound ever. <laughs> oh slayed me um so we're gonna go back to the joker um and do you want to rate as well what did we talk about in episode two i cannot remember i know we talked about the bake-off you talked about the island yeah okay so what do you rate the island That'd be... Um, a zero. <laughs> that'd be a generous two. Right. Well, I'm going to rate it a wee bit higher. Yeah, because you really enjoyed I it. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to go with a three and a half. So are you going to you gonna have plectrums as well? Or do you want your own rating system? No, no. I'll, we'll, we'll be consistent. I'll use your plectrums. <laughs> right. Okay. So you went with a three and a half. So yeah. for the island. Yeah, because it kept me hooked. I was keen to see the next one. And I, it was... Uh, a style that I really liked. Even saying that name annoys me. The Island. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, and then it was the Joker. Okay, I'll let you go first on this one. I'm going to give it a solid four. I really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Likewise. Yeah. I think I, I think it wasn't quite a five and a four, or not quite a four and a half. Yeah. But a good four. A really good four. And only for the fact that it's mainly centred around... Joaquin Phoenix, and apart from that, there's not a lot of depth. Was it would be the only reason yeah. I didn't give it any higher than yeah, that? Yeah, there, uh, there was a girl in work today or yesterday, I can't remember, complained about it. Like, I wasn't in the conversation, I was just kind of listening in on the sideline, and she was like, I mean, why would you call it the Joker? Batman wasn't even in it. And I'm like, oh. Oh dear. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I just oh, continued on. 
She, I, I would have gone in on that. I couldn't have helped myself at that point. <laughs> I wasn't in the conversation. I beg your pardon. I was just like walking by, so I kind of heard, <laughs> heard the one line of it. But, right. Yeah, she was like, oh, I hated it. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> no, there wasn't enough Batman in it. No. Yeah. Right, okay. So I would give Zombieland three and a half. Oh, that is generous. It was really good. It was funny. The action sequences were good. Ambled in the middle, took the rating down a bit. Um, yeah. And I wasn't hugely impressed with the end. Mm. So it was it was really good and I really enjoyed it. But I'm not going to rush out and tell everybody to watch it. So three and a half. Yeah, I think I'll, I'm torn between a, kind of a two or a three kind of mark. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Do you know what? I'll be kind. I'll give it a three because, as you said, the what's her name? Madison. What was her name? Yeah, Zoe yeah. Deutsch. She was yeah. She was good. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. Um, the other two guys, I don't even know their names. Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah. And the kind of the doppelgangers, I liked. Yeah, that was um, a fun little twist, and it was like the perfect amount of time. Yeah. Like it was a Didn't scene. Drag it out. Had the introduction, long, yeah. and then there was a little twist bit. And then it was a really good action sequence done. And it didn't need any more of that. And I liked her as well, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she was really good. She was good. Yeah. She's always good. I'm I'm a big Rosario Dawson fan. I always have been. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll give it a three. It was funny. It held my interest. Yeah. But I'm, I probably won't watch it again anytime soon. That's that's yeah. it, yeah. So, good film, uh, but didn't rock our world. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. What was that? That's you inserting this thing. I might leave that in. <laughs> so, Carol. Oh, what's amusing? It's all about the dollar. Dollar, dollar, dollar. <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> dollar, 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 dollar. Yeah, how are you going to earn that dollar? <laughs> so, Carol, how did you first earn your dollar? Dollar, dollar, dollar. Well, this is a kind of long-winded story, so I don't know whether to just start my story or just, like, do it briefly. How in-depth should I go? Go for it. Tell us about the, your first job. Okay, my very first job was probably when I was a paper girl. Right. Um, I sold the East Bride News every Wednesday after school. So yeah. it was just once a week. And I think when I started, it was like eight pence a paper I got. You got paid per paper? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I think they had the same NIMI with certain kind of papers. Yeah, because I wasn't hired through a news agency or anything like that. I was right. direct with East Coast News. So I had uh-huh. like a form I had to fill out of the addresses that I had done, how many papers I needed. And they would deliver it direct to my house. Right. Um, And then I would obviously collect all the money and then I'd have to pay them by like check so did you just do that around the estate yeah so i done it um like up to the town center so i had like a couple of streets around my parents house and then like one long street that went down to the town center so behind quick fit so it was quite far to walk yeah i was gonna say that's that's a, that's a big paper round yeah but i didn't do like every street in between because there was quite a few paper people around right. me so you sort of yeah. avoided other I... people's turf yeah, and I remember I was so embarrassed because see, when you first sign on to do it, they say, oh, if you tell all your customers, if you do it for a month, you'll get a free gift. Right. And I was like, buzzing about that. I was like, 
just do it for four weeks and you'll get a free gift i told everyone as i was going on door to door do you want the paper do you want the paper four weeks free gift so a month later i get a big box delivered to the house of right. the free gift yeah it was this tacky crappy bright red velcro wallet ah. that i had to give to these like adults who'd bought their paper for me for four weeks. Not cool, EK News. No, I was Not so cool. mortified I went out and bought chocolates and gave it to them all. Oh. We pack us a chocolate. All the money that you earned yeah. from doing your paper round. By the time I finished my round, I think it was up to like 15 pence a paper. It went, I didn't quite uh-huh. a while, so... And I remember um, I bought... A, a person um, was giving up the paper round and I bought their door numbers from them and it was like £30 I had to pay to buy their door numbers from them. Right. Um, and then when I stopped, I just stopped. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore, and just didn't sell it, didn't didn't tell anyone, just, just stopped. <laughs> just stopped. <laughs> Bored now, not doing yeah. it anymore. It was cold, it was wet, I'd done it for ages, and you didn't really make much money at no. all. doesn't no. sound like it. It sounds like you spent half your money on gifts. Chocolates, To yeah. apologise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then around about the same time, um, my mum signed on to Avon. Right. But like I kind of done most of it. Right. Like I went, I handed the books out. Like we would do it together actually. We'd hand the books mm-hmm. out together. We'd collect the books in together. We'd do the order together. Yeah, we kind of done a lot of it together. Um, and I remember, like, I, at this point, I didn't drive, obviously. I was like 14 or something. Right. And mum doesn't drive. So we had this, like, granny shopper. Yeah. You know, yeah. where it's like on the wheels and we'd pack them, like, in reverse order. So the door we were going to last, we'd put in first. Yeah. And, like, yeah. pack it all the way up um, and be out in the rain, like, collecting the money. It was. We earn a lot of money doing Avon's that. Avon's popular. Yeah, it's especially at Christmas well. time. Yeah. It was really popular. We made a fortune. Mum would take a book into her work. Um, we'd have all our streets. Then my aunties and all that kind of thing. You know, they would kind of... Oh, that's good. They say that, Avon. don't they, with Avon? Yeah. Like, build up your network. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, totally, definitely. like, on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but mum's work done well. She'd just leave it in the lunch... In the yeah. staff room. I was like, lunch hall? <laughs> leave <laughs> the lunch the staff hall. Room. We've got a yeah. lunch hall, though. Well, yeah, canteen. Yeah. yeah. We do. Yeah. Um, and then my dad, he had a shop, a toy shop. Well, a comic book shop, depends on how you look at it. So cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I worked there um, kind of like after school some days or at the weekend. My dad worked like seven days a week. So if I wanted to see my dad, I went to the toy shop. You and I'd play with toy, like he had a lot of Beanie Babies right. um, and Pokemon cards and yep. like, all the stuff I was interested in. So uh-huh. I just like played there for a bit you know <laughs> sounds good yeah so i kind of like I, you were you were working i w- worked in yeah. inverted commas nobody can see us do no. do that carol so i'm doing it quote unquote yeah um and i like learned how to work the till and you know use the um pricing, pricing gun. gun and do stock and things like that with him um and then as he upgraded it worked out that he got a cafe he no. he wasn't really it was never his intention to have a cafe, but the unit that he got had a cafe in it. And he was like, why spend all this money converting it into shelves mm-hmm. when it's a well-established cafe within the village? Um, so I worked there. That was like a proper, like I had shifts and I worked every Sunday. So that was like your first proper job but in a way. Pro- proper. Like, in a vertical. I was still under 16. Right. Um, I would kind of like, they had a coffee machine, so I pressed the button to make the coffee. Yep. Um, I washed all the dishes, cleaned the tables, and there was like a cake stand 
you know right. we'd get like tray bakes in and i'd kind of cut them up and uh-huh. serve that so there would be normally my mum on a sunday would do all the cooking right um so it was like soup sandwiches all day breakfast toasties sure. things like that Sounds i never great. went into i never ventured into the cooking no no um, you I were more... done hot drinks cold drinks yeah you were waitressing cakes. basically yeah yeah um so i got paid i think it was like 20 pounds 25 pounds for a sunday shift right which was like 11 till 4 that sound didn't it yeah and i got my lunch and unlimited tea coffee cold drinks and cakes <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah and i got to hang out with my parents so yeah yeah that's good it's excellent yeah. And then my first real like wage slip job, proper job, first that I got, yeah. Um, when I was like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, I wanted to be a primary school teacher, and all my guidance teachers told me, "Get experience with children, get experience with children, get experience with children." Like that's all they want. Um, so my old after school club that I used to go to, I wrote them a letter. I said, you know, I want some work experience. Can I come in the summer? Blah blah blah. And I went down, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you can come along." Um, so for the summer, for like four or five weeks, I would go on trips with them, play with them in the club, come up with games and stuff like that. Um, and then on my 16th birthday, they hired me. They said, you know, you've got great potential and um, you're really good with the kids. Do you want to work for us? So the next summer holiday, when I was 16, I worked for them and I got a wage slip and I got a little brown envelope with cash and a wage slip given to me every Friday. Well. Yeah. That's the coolest. Yeah, and my very first pay that I got, yep. I took my mum, my dad and my gran out for dinner. And I paid with my first proper, proper wage. Amazing. And that was it gone. <laughs> that was my whole wage. So my first interview, I worked in a shop called Red Five. Have you right. heard of it? No. It's like the gadget shop. So it's okay. like... Um, or that M- Mankind. Yeah, Mankind. Yeah. Mankind, that shop, basically. Right. So it was like all these cool and weird and wonderful things. And I went for an interview. It was horrendous. Hated it. They, it was a temp job. It was only for like Christmas. And my first day, they said that um, I was lucky I got the job because everyone else was terrible and I was the best of a bad bunch. Wow. There you go. <laughs> That's one way to build up your, your self-esteem, isn't it? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. You weren't as bad as everybody else. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Cheers for that job. But it was just a pop-up shop, you know. I mean, it was like... Still. People that shouldn't have been running the shop were running the shop. You know, it was like, oh, we've we've like if someone wants to be a manager and they're like, well, you're not ready yet. Why don't you run this temporary shop and we'll see how it goes? You know, it was like all those type of people running it. Sure, sure, I get you. And we had this battery seal. So obviously everything you sell... It has batteries, batteries, yeah. And it was Christmas time. So we done, it was like... You buy 10 batteries, you got 10 free. And they were... I have to be careful. Because I always say the condom company instead. Duracell. They were Duracell batteries. Yeah. Yeah, they're Duracell. Not Durax. You'd win it every week. I'd always sell the most. We had competitions to see right. if you'd win the most. And then a store overall, mm. every week, if you got the highest um, battery sales, you won money towards like a staff night out. And we won that. Once or twice, but I was always the the store leader with the battery sales. Get you pushing yeah. sales. Christmas is coming up. Yep. You don't want to be opening the presents and you can't can't play with them. That's the worst. That's you need the worst. your batteries. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I think that's a mistake that parents will only ever make once. You know. <laughs> what was your first job, John? Um. So, uh, I think technically, yet again, mine would be same as you, paper round. 
Yeah. But I was all corporate. I worked for a news agent. Ooh. In my little I was self employed. They done it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked for the news agent. So I didn't do it for very long. Um I got stuck on one of the harder routes mm. of the paper round. I think I only did it for a few weeks. Oh really? Yeah, I just it was too much. Yeah. It was it was in Wales and it like one of the houses was like halfway up a mountain. Mm. They had loads of dogs that used to chase you down the track on the way back out. Uh, it, 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 it was, was it every t- day or once a week? It was every day. Oh yes, yeah. Probably your every day added up to probably what I done it doing once a week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it was it was every day. Um, most Before days. Before school. Yeah. Oh yeah, would not last it. No, not uh, last we it. all used to, we all used to meet up. Go out on our bikes, like loads of um, like me and my mates. That's like, cute, like in the movies. Yeah, we'd all meet up in the morning, sort of have a. We used to get those glass bottles of milk. I thought you were going to say something else there, like have a joint or something. Where you're. <laughs> no, I was thirteen. <laughs> well, wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. No, but we used to, yeah, like we all smoked because that was life. You were so cool. You had a bag. No, no it was just that was just the way it was. Just you know we. Just were a bunch of little teenage smokers. Um, bunch of thugs. Yeah, so we used to just meet up, grab a bottle of milk each, and just sit and have a smoke. And <laughs> a bottle of milk. yeah, I know. Yeah, really weird village <laughs> was kids. Was it chocolate we were. milk? Yeah, we was no, no, no. It was <laughs> Wasn't even chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate milk, and a cigarette. Oh, brilliant! Like we used to yeah. just sit there and sort of catch up in the morning, pick up the papers, and then we'd all just go for the ride, and then. Uh, they, like my other two mates, had uh, paper rounds that were relatively close together. So, uh, like their halfway point, they'd meet up again at the top of the village. Cute. Whereas I was like the other end of the village, up where the mountain is. Mm. So I never used to see anybody. And uh, I have a really strange memory actually from that job. I was working that job uh, when Princess Diana died. Oh, really? And I remember not. Knowing because obviously we woke up really early in the morning mm. and pulling out the first paper and going to put it through a lap box and seeing the headline. <gasps> and I was like, whoa, that's nuts. It wow. was crazy. Yeah, wow. I saw it. What year was that? I was 13, so 1997. Yeah, I was seven. Yeah, because I don't really remember it. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah, I was either 12 or 13. So it was 96 or 97. I think it was 97. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I remember that. I remember finding that out, which was. Weird. It was weird. Uh, I remember even at that age, it hit sort of impact and have been like, wow, that's crazy that that's happened. Um, And then I'd say... I sort of, right. I sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah. I floated about in a couple of, like, bit jobs. I KP'd um, for a kitchen. Yeah. Um, just down, like, in the next village for a little bit. Um, And I think my first... If we talk about like proper jobs where you get a wage slip and proper yeah, money and stuff yeah. like that. On a um, I got a job as a kitchen porter and glass collector um, in a place called Rose on Sea in a pub called the Cayley Arms mm. when my brother was working at Gaz. Yeah, did he get uh, you a job, your big brother? Yeah, of course he did. Aww, he was you. my brother. Sold Keep me around. Right <laughs> um, yeah, so I used to work in a kitchen. I hated the chef. He was a horrible, ratty little man. He was so angry all the time, and it was just me and him working together. And he used to shout at me and swear at me, and yeah. he just wasn't a nice person at all. Yeah, I've not um, really got many good experiences working. No, no, chef. it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. He was, he was a typical chef. Um, Sheila it, was a nightmare on a Sunday. <laughs> 
I cannot imagine your mum being Chef Sheila, shouting at everybody and swearing at everyone because things aren't going right. No, no, I'm, I'm absolutely joking. It was a delay. Brilliant. No, not all chefs are like that, but no, he really was that stereotypical mean man. He wasn't a very nice person, unfortunately. Uh, but I really enjoyed the job, and that sort of inspired me to go into Barwick, which I did for a few years after that as well, so while I was going yeah. through uni and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my first like proper job. Yeah, so did you have an interview for that, or did Gaz just say yeah? I had, if I had an interview, I think it was like 10 minutes with the manager, which is a, a really cool guy called Lee, and he was just like, hey, you're Gaz's little brother. You look big. I was like, cheers, because I was a big guy, you know. I played rugby at that yeah. point, and, you know, I was a, I was a big kid. Uh, he was like, yeah, oh, might be able to get away with you having, having you behind the bar, because, like, <laughs> life was different then. You could yeah. get away with it a little yeah, bit. And he was like, mm, yeah, you can start. Why not? And that was my interview. Um, yeah. And I do have one nightmare story when it comes to interview. Oh. Oh, yeah. I went to a, phone interview, uh, a, a job interview for Phones For You. Oh, yeah. And I really wanted a job. Right. And the interview was in Bangor, which, when I was living in the village, was quite far away. Okay. Um, used to sort of have to get a bus and a train to get to Bangor. Blech. Yeah. So it was a long journey, and I got there really early, so I totally psyched myself up for the job interview. Yeah. And I don't rem- I just remember about halfway through thinking, I am the most awkward human being on earth. Oh, no. And I actually remember fist pumping myself in the middle of the interview going, you're a dick. Yeah. Like, I did it and I was just like, I've not got this job. And you could Woo! see, you could see, yeah, yeah, I full on, yeah, in the middle of the interview. And I was just like, yeah, I've not got this job. Yeah. It, it was, that was a nightmare interview. Like, yeah. if if anybody's ever watched Spaced, that bit where she goes for an interview and goes, girl power, and puts her fingers up and, and feels that awkward, that was how I felt. In that interview, I always know how she feels Aww. because of that interview. It's, it it yeah. taught me a lot more. I got much better interviews after that point. So, but yeah, that's yeah. my nightmare interview. It was hilarious looking back at it. Yeah, like I have had a lot of jobs over the years just because of the work we had. We'd be home for a couple of months, so we'd pick up yeah. like temporary jobs. Of course. Um, and I've always been quite successful at my interviews because I would like apply for one or two jobs yeah. go for one or two interviews and then get the job yeah. like we but recently when we when we recently came back i applied for every single job that had the word childcare in it um got quite a few interviews yeah. and and went to quite a few interviews as well and finding got, jobs is hard now quite a few well it depends what you're going for like, i've been really lucky that i've got qualifications in childcare that are are still valid um and that's it's a it's a requirement now. You ha you must have a qualification to work in childcare. And there's a little childcare is you know, it's not as many children as there used to be. There's a, a higher quality of, of staff and it's quite you know, you if you're if you're good at your job then you can get a good job. Yeah. 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 If you've got experience behind you, which I'm really fortunate that I do, that I kind of dipped in and out of childcare kind of ever since. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It is good, but finding work is difficult these days. Like, like the process yeah. of finding a job has really changed. Right. Like in the time that we were working abroad and came back to the UK. Yeah. It's it's changed massively. Yeah, I did notice that kind of the first because quite a lot of the time I'd come home for winter or but only a little bit of winter because I'd work 
quite a lot of winter. So when I came home, I was just off. Yeah. So I did go a few years. Yeah, so before I left, I kind of like hand my CV out at the town centre. That's to like what I'm every saying. Shop. It's changed so much. Like gone are the days where you'd pick up an application form in a shop or hand yeah. your CV in and have a chat with the manager while yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I miss those days. Like now it's all adding your CV to job profile sites and yeah, and getting on LinkedIn yeah. and doing all that malarkey shite. Yeah. Anyway, we've had a few uh, contributors Oh yeah! Again this week we've had some write-ins. Whoop whoop! A few shout-outs. Whoop whoop! <laughs> so who have we had commenting in? Uh, so I my think mate, they're, they're more your people than my yeah, people. Yeah, my mate Kevin Maguire wrote Come on, in. Carol, people. Hey, Kevin. Uh, so Kevin wrote in saying that his first job he got at fourteen as a car valeter. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a tough job for a fourteen-year-old. I mean. I can imagine it now, like, see the road I drive to work, There, you you go by a car wash, and I can imagine there being some, some young teenagers in the summer that kind of yeah. work there. But that's 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 a tough job. That yeah. I think that kind of job instills a work ethic. Oh, yeah. You're and, sulky. Yeah, and I think, like, so Kevin's quite a successful guy. Like, yeah. he's got yeah. he's got a good job now, and he's he's got a fair amount of money. You know, he does well for himself, and, and, and it's because he works really hard. He's, he's good at what he does, and he works hard. He dedicates right. himself to his job, and I think that comes from... I've only seen him from the thespian side. Yeah, yeah, you've only seen him as an actor. Prancing around the stage. <laughs> yeah, but no, he, he works really hard, and he's a good guy, and, and I think that comes from having that work ethic instilled very young. Who else wrote in, Carol? Got Jenna. Jenna. She is turning into our regular contributor. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I think she might be number one super fan. Love it. <laughs> um, and her she... job is amazing. Yeah, Wait, her first, first job is awesome. Is awesome. So yeah. what was it, Carol? It was a veterinary assistant. Yeah, I, I dropped her a message just to sort of because I was quite interested in like yeah. how did that end up being your first job? And she was and she told me that at that point she was thinking about becoming a vet. Yeah. Um, and she wanted a bit of experience, so she just walked down to the local vets and was like, oh, have you got any positions available? She was really lucky, yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, well, strangely enough, we've just got rid of our Saturday girl, um, so you can come down and do some work experience, so she did. Yeah. And then that work experience turned into a little part-time job, which went from there. I think that's amazing. That that's amazing. such a cool, cool first job. Yeah. If you love animals, if you want to be a vet, like, definitely. Yep. So what, what does she do now? So Jenna is uh, a teacher. Ah, oh, teacher. Yeah, so she went from, oh, I want to look after animals to, oh, I want to look after children yeah. and mould Is she minds. a primary teacher? Or do you not know? Uh, I'm not actually totally sure. No. Um, I probably should know, which I feel really bad about. But she, yeah, I know Jenna's a teacher now. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. And we did have another person write in. Yeah, Gaz. Gaz. That's ambiguous, yeah. My biggest brother. Well, my biggest little brother. Yeah. Uh, He's the littlest of the Hughes clan. Aye, aye. We're like Russian dolls. <laughs> we all just look the same, just different sizes. Uh, so, yeah, my, my older brother, Gaz, uh, he wrote in asking for, requesting that I tell a story. Ooh, is that right, Carol? Because I didn't actually see the message. You saw it. Yeah. Oh, I've not got it up. I'm sure it just said John's disciplinary. I don't even think it said anything else. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. So I think I know what Gaz is on about. So 
Uh, we worked together, all three of us. We worked at Weatherspoons, um, me and my other two brothers. We worked in Weatherspoons um, in Llandidno, uh, which is the Palladium, if anybody knows it. And one day in the middle of an afternoon shift, and it was me and my brother Dave working. It was pretty quiet, um, but there was... It, Clandidno's were always quite an interesting mix. There's a lot of like older people in Clandidno, but then you get some interesting characters around there as well. And in the middle of the afternoon, just after our lunch rush, uh, I noticed that the bin, then uh, this was when you could still smoke in pubs, and the bin outside the, the bathroom and the gents, which was... Mm. So if the bar's the bottom floor... Um, the bin was on the third floor right at the top. Okay. And I noticed it was smoking because it, it used to be a theatre, so it's a big, tall mm, building, you yeah. know? And it, they've, like, taken all the stage and everything out, so it was literally just a huge space with two, like, step bits at the, at the in there. And then both sets of toilets on either side were on, like, the third floor. Um, and I noticed that the bin was on fire, so I went running up and uh, grabbed the bin. And in your training, when you start at Weatherspoons, you, you were told... Um, don't say the word fire. There was like a code name for it, and I can't remember what it was. It was a Mr. Brown or something like that. I don't know what it was supposed to be. But, yeah, there was like a code name for it that you were supposed to use instead of saying the word fire. Um, And in the heat of the moment, because it wasn't very busy, and it was only me and my brother working, and I found it hilarious, I picked up the bin under my arm and ran down the stairs... (laughs) And with my best Arnie voice impression, screamed, Get out! Get down! It is a fire! Oh, and everybody God. started laughing. And my brother was hanging off the, literally hanging off the pump because he couldn't stand anymore because he found it so funny. And then I was yelling at all the old people, going, Why are you laughing? It's not funny! There is a fire! Get down! <laughs> oh, so, did your brother report you? Like, how did they find out? Um, I think one of the locals found it so <gasps> funny that they told the manager, but like laughing about it, and then the manager reported that to another manager, and it was the it was the best disciplinary I've ever had. Yeah. So there was a manager who was in charge of disciplinaries, and he was a really good guy. Um, and he sat down uh, with his most stern face, with this report in front of him, reading it off the report, <laughs> and he went, "John, did you pick up a bin and shout, get down?" Get down. There is a fire. Why are you laughing? <laughs> and my response was, yeah. But I did it in an Arnie voice, so it was funny. And you could see him desperate, desperately trying not to laugh and smirking. And yeah, the the ba- the, the basic result of the disciplinary was, don't do that again, John, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was one of my proudest and man worst moments in work at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that that was that's the, the, the big Weatherspoons disciplinary story. Yeah, I've had quite a few jobs over the years. Oh, I've done a bit of everything, me. Yeah, um, so like list off in one word each occupation. Like not a story, just like list off. I don't think I could. Okay, so I was a paper ghetto, an Avon ghetto. As a shop assistant in my dad's shop, I was a dishwasher in my dad's cafe. Um, sales assistant at Red Five. Um, I was a waitress and I worked in the bar and also like the function bar in a hotel. Right. Um, I worked in the after school club, and then I was an au pair in France. 
Right. Um, and then I was a private nanny in Scotland and then England. And then I worked abroad as a nanny, a shally nanny. Yeah. And then I worked for Tubi. Uh-huh. And um, then, and then my beautiful wife. Yeah, I was, so I was uh, a nursery nurse and then I was a childcare supervisor. Um, and then I worked care in the community. And then I worked at a residential care home for old people. And now I work in a nursery. Yeah. And I think that's all the jobs I've had. Right. Okay, I'm going to try and rail some stuff off as quickly as I can. Okay, yeah, this is on the spot. This is not prepared. It's quite a lot, right. Uh, Barman, Salomon, Dorman, Labourer. Um, I worked uh, in a nursery, um, not a children's nursery. A plant nursery. A plant nursery, yeah. I worked there for a while. That was great. Um, I've worked in fast food factories. Wow. Where you pack like microwave meals and stuff like that. Um, I have worked in a supermarket. Worked in a supermarket, both like on the floor and on checkouts, and all sorts of different departments. I have worked as a cocktail barman. I have worked as a bar manager. I have worked. Where did I work when I was in uni? That was mainly retail, actually. Uh, I worked in a bowling alley for a while. Nice. That was really cool. That was really fun. Um, I worked at a cinema for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've worked as an actor, a writer, a musician, a singer. Um, I worked as a workshop leader, so I I was a tutor. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorry, I was a workshop leader, so I used to run drama groups. I was a teacher. I was a singing teacher and guitar teacher for a while. Um, and I've done all sorts of things. Yeah, you worked for a charity as well at one point, didn't you? Oh, I did door-to-door for charity. That was the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. That was horrific. Horrific. Blocked uh, out. Uh, now I work in finance, because I'm a weird guy. Yeah. And I will do... You're a- Whatever somebody pays me to do. Yeah, jack of all trades. So we have a new segment this week. We are. We're interested. We're introducing new segments. Ooh. Ooh. So what's our new segment, Carol? Well, and this is not the official name because I've not thought of the name I'm happy with. Right. But this is the game of the moment. Okay, game of the moment. Because I want something that's like game of the g, but I don't know a g word that means moment. Nope, I haven't got anything. No, but I don't want to commit to like game of the month or game of the week or anything like that. So it's just the the moment. <laughs> okay. So my game this week, this moment, <laughs> is can I have a drum roll. Uh, yeah. Penguin smash! <laughs> That's such a disappointment for a penguin smash! Nobody knows what penguin smash is. What's penguin smash, Carol? So, you've probably seen it because there was a video of Philip Schofield playing it last Christmas, I think. Right. But it's like a hexagon and there's like lots of little hexagons and there's a penguin standing right in the middle and you've got like a little hammer little ice pick yeah and you've got to like hammer out the little hexagons of ice and then right. if the penguin falls you lose yep 
and you played it and you enjoyed it. We had we so played it much last week. fun. We played and it for ages. It was great because we we had a couple of drinks while we were doing it. We had a lot. We had a laugh, and it was funny because obviously, as you've had a couple of drinks, you're kind of trying to be dexterous. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, so I was getting like braver, wasn't I? And yeah. then I would like lose. So then I'd like be, do the safe option again. Yeah. So you like spin a little spinner, and it's either like you have to get a blue one, get a white one, get one of each, or miss a turn. Yeah. So at first, when you get miss a turn, you're like, ah, I got miss a turn. But obviously, it's the last person standing, so you're like, yes, miss a turn. Yeah. It's going. What do we call the penguin? I've forgotten now. I can't remember. Yeah, Jason named the penguin, but I can't remember the name. Anyway, that is the game. Love it. So I bought it from the works. They have all their games just now are two for ten pounds, and they've got loads of knockoff board games. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah, I got Pictionary, which is called "What Are You Drawing" or something like that. What are you drawing? (laughs) Something like it's like a segment name. I would like the most literal (laughs) possible name. What are you drawing? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's our new segment for this week. We had a few lovely comments. We have. and uh, The one from your dad melts my heart. Yeah, so we did. I think he'd be okay with us saying it. Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but it was really, really sweet. And it kind of, I don't know about you, but it made me think, well, this is why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the exact reason we wanted to do this. Yeah. John's dad lives in Wales, which is quite, quite far away from us. So it's a nice little link, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm thinking, because I'm going to be traveling for a week at the end of next month. Yes. I'm going to go see my dad. And I'm thinking I might take a computer and a microphone. And do an do an interview with the Al. Yeah, get record a little segment with Al. I, I'm I'm thinking about doing a that, full full interview. Oh, for real interview with my dad. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and convince him. So I know you're listening, Dad. So I'm coming to get you. <laughs> coming to get you. <laughs> oh yeah, Al's got some cracking stories. Exactly. So he I want to do a full interview. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll give him a couple of whiskeys and we'll 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 get a proper interview. Yeah. Yeah. So we've come to the end of our podcast yet again. Yeah. But thank you very much for listening and see if you've made it all the way to the end to yep. hear the website. <laughs> <laughs> this is why uh, we we don't get any visitors. <laughs> yeah, because no one makes it right to the very end. But um, our website, if you want to go and have a look, we'll have our pictures up of our, our week and some of the things we've been talking about. Yep, uh, it'll have some anecdotes on there, some pictures for what's on your plate. Which we didn't um, talk about this which week. Which we'll pick up again next week. Yeah. Um, it'll have all the episodes on there as well. Yeah, as so well as... a lot of people have said to me, oh, I don't listen to Apple Podcasts. Um, what can I listen to it on? So it, you can listen to it on our website, which is... HughesMusings.com <laughs> or our YouTube channel which is youtube.com forward slash Hughes's Musings something like that just go on YouTube and look for Hughes's Musings yeah. it'll be there somewhere or it's linked um, at our Instagram and our Facebook which yeah, both we, are we post them out every week yeah they're both at Hughes's Musings yeah so come and check us out 
Come on. Yeah, we Max, reached Max, 100 Max. likes on our Facebook page. Whoop, whoop. Thank you to those 100 plus people who have gone ahead and liked that. And yeah. if you haven't, get on it. Yeah. Bro. It means a lot. And also our Instagram as well, if you're more into that. And um, there's kind of more chilled out stuff and a lot of questions are on Instagram. Yeah, we've had so. some Instagram comments and things like that this week, which is great. So thank you very much, everyone. Yeah. Um, but- and next week, it will be our Halloween-themed episode. Ooh. Yep, so we're going to be talking about Halloween costumes, Halloween parties trick-or-treating stories yeah old trick-or-treating stories all sorts of things like that and i will have some amazing pictures of my costumes over the years i am well into halloween and love dressing up yeah it's like carol's favorite i hate to use the american term but holiday we can go for his favorite but i thoroughly enjoy it and embrace it completely is it not your fave christmas i think you're more into halloween i've already been told off twice for saying christmas that's usually by me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you could join us next week as we amuse about Halloween. So thank you very much, everyone. And uh, we'll see you soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.